This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this episode is brought to you by FreshBooks, the invoicing tool that I use to make sure I collect all my money in an efficient manner. To claim your free month, go to nathanlatka.com forward slash FreshBooks and enter the top in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the 100 bucks is Jose Avila. He is a 17-year-old that doesn't want to go to college and he wants to start his own business. For your chance to win 100 bucks, just like Jose, every Monday morning, simply subscribe to this podcast on iTunes right now and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. Coming up tomorrow morning, Top Tribe, you're going to learn from Tracy Hazard. Look, I think she's probably the new Shark Tank star. She'll replace Lori Grenier because her designs brought in over a billion dollars in revenue. A billion Good morning, Top Tribe. I got to tell you, I hope you're not stuck in traffic. I hope you're getting a great jog in. Maybe you're feeling unmotivated on the jog, but I got to tell you, this guy is going to pump you up. We've got a great guest this morning. His name is Joe Salsehi, and if I mispronounce that, he will correct me, but he is the host (laughs) of the award-winning Stacking Benjamins podcast. He spent nine years as Detroit Television's WXYZ money man and owned a top financial planning firm before selling it at age 40. Joe, are you ready to take us to the top? I am ready, man. Let's Thanks do for it. Having me. Dude, of course. I'm stoked that you're on. I really am. Did I get your last name right? No. But Damn nope. it. I, Give know, it to me. That's why everybody calls me Joe. It's Saul Sehi, but that's Saul Sehi. Right. Okay, very good. <laughs> My nickname in high school was Sehi because they nailed it the way you did. I love it. Okay, so so you said you sold the finan- financial planning firm at 40. How old are you now? I'm 40, 48. Okay. Just turned just turn 48. That's 48 why. years young. 48 years young. So you started off in Detroit. Why did you leave the television network? You know, it's funny. I, I left financial planning first and it was tied with the firm that I was at. So I was representing Ameriprise, the big okay. company that I was with. How old were you? Uh, uh, I was 40. Okay. Uh, uh, so, but, but at 39, I got this cool letter from a mentor of mine who was another big financial advisor. And he said, you know what? I'm leaving. And unlike a lot of financial people, I'm not leaving because of the fact that I'm going to another firm. Cause usually in my business, you take the files and you move out overnight. Right. And then yep. the next morning, like on Jerry Maguire, if anybody's seen that movie, everybody's calling the clients to try to get you to come over. He wasn't doing that. He just said, you know, I like this job. There are other mountains, he used this phrase, there are other mountains that I want to climb, so I'm going to do that. And he actually went, Nathan, this is really cool, he went and he climbed Mount Everest twice. And it was so inspiring hold to on, me. Hold on, hold on, who did, who did? Uh, 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 my mentor, the guy that left. Oh, oh, oh the guy okay. That wrote the letter, yeah, saying that he, he left. So I said, you know, I have other mountains too. I really thought about the fact that, you know, I can only live one time, I think. I mean, I don't have the secrets to the universe, but I think I can only do this once. And if I can do this once, is this what I want to do forever? And the answer was completely unrelated to money. It was just, no, yeah, I yeah. just, it, I, I like it. I don't love it. Uh, so I decided to become a high school teacher and a track coach. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. And so the, t- uh, the top financial planning firm that you sold, which one was that? 
Oh, that was mine. Yeah. Oh, you own that Ameriprise. You own that business. Right. Ameriprise is a bunch of franchises. And so my franchise. Oh, exactly. Got it. Okay. What'd you sell it for? How'd you sell it? Yeah, I sell it for for about three quarters of a million dollars. Okay, um, and I managed about uh, sixty million dollars, which people out there know wasn't a huge firm, but wasn't a tiny firm either. Okay, so how did how does a sixty million kind of you know you know you know you know managed funds? How how is a company like that valued? How do you get to seven fifty? Good. What you do is you take revenue and you multiply it. But, you know, and the whole game is the multiplier, right? Yep. yep. Uh, uh, Whether it's two years, three years, whatever it's going to be. And then you take it generally because a lot of people that are going to buy that type of a firm can't afford to pay you all at once. It's a paid out. So I'll get paid, you know, once a quarter for X number of years. So there's there's two things. Oh, so it's like an earn out. Exactly. How long are they going to pay me over? So they may pay me more money if it takes longer. In my case, it was five years. And then uh, the second piece is, is exactly how many years revenue are we going to take? So of the 750, how much was cash up front? Uh, man, not a lot. Okay. Uh, Less than a hundred? Uh, yeah. 75. Okay. Got it. 75 grand. And the rest is really like, Hey, uh, Joe, you're doing, I'm making this up 5 million in revenue per year. We're going to pay you 10% of that until we get up to 750 K. Exactly. They took the, well, they took the rest of it times five years, gave me a, an interest rate, uh, 6%. Uh, so I was earning 6% on the money they still owed me over that time and then paid me out over the rest of that time period. Very cool. Okay. So you sell that, then what? Uh, then, so, so then I'm free to work anywhere, right? Yep. Uh, and so I decided to go back to school. I got my teaching license here. I am, you know, 40 years old. I'm in a room with a bunch of 19 year olds. <laughs> Still Detroit? No, no, we had moved because I could, I could live anywhere. My wife actually, who loves what she does, she's in healthcare. Uh-huh. She, she took a, a job that paid almost double in Texarkana, Texas, which is where I live now. So uh, I decided to go to A&M here in Texarkana and I'm, and I have this, I have this uh, kid that I'm working with who's, I still remember this, her, her class ring said a year, like two years before. And I had sold my firm. I'd already been a financial planner for 16 years. I'd already done all the media stuff that I did for a long time for Ameriprise. And I'm thinking, you know, my kids are almost this old, but it was really fun. The frustration was what I found out was two things. I found out that Number one, I didn't have the flexibility that I wanted as a teacher. But the second thing, I can be a teacher without being in the teaching system. And I think that's what a lot of people don't realize is that I can I can still teach. You can probably be a better teacher outside the system. Exactly. You know what they taught me? They taught me, and this is so sad because I, I love teachers and I have friends that are teachers, but, but you're teaching to tests. You're teaching, you're fighting administration a lot. Yep. Um, and at the, so at the same time, I was really bored. Uh, because the classes were pretty easy. And so I decided that what I did, that what I do is start writing for friends of mine because I like to write. And so I'd write scripts for my friends that were on TV like I was. I would write, uh, I would write blog posts and newsletters for my friends that were financial advisors. And then I did the math and I was making as much money, Nathan, as first year teachers were making, but I was doing it in shorts and a t-shirt and I was having a blast. Okay, so walk us through that. So, so after you got your degree, then what? So I didn't. I didn't. I dropped out. Okay. So you dropped out and then started teaching. No, no, I ne- no, I never actually became a teacher. That's the funny thing. I went back to get my teaching certificate. I, during that first year, I was super bored during the classes. And so I started working on the side, just writing. Okay. And, just writing. Okay. Yeah. And next thing I knew writing these scripts and writing for other people, I was making as much as a first year teacher. How much were you making? Side. How much were you making? 
21,000 bucks. That's awesome. A year? Yeah. Okay. But, but really, isn't that also pathetic that we pay our teachers $21,000? That is unbelievable. <laughs> our teachers deserve so much. Listen, I will say this. I hate the system. I think the system is so broken. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. Tenure should not exist. I mean, it's horrible. But what I will tell you is these folks that understand how to teach people and want to invest in other people and make our world smarter, they deserve a much better system than what they're currently in. They should be paid way more and they deserve way more flexibility. I think there's a lesson for all of us in there, though, Nathan, that, that as entrepreneurs, we can all take, which is don't rely on a system for your education because everybody says the system's broken. So why do I want to rely on that? You're right. If I want to learn something, I have to find my own teachers. I have to find my own mentors and I have to create my own curriculum to get what I want out of life. You are so right. OK, so fast forward. You, you were doing writing on the side. Did you, did you how did you grow your revenue? Uh, it didn't grow. Uh, well, here's, here's what happened. I decided writing for other people was silly. That was going to be a long approach. I, I really, it was still kind of boring, frankly, uh, ghost writing where my name's not anything. I, I am narcissistic enough, Nathan, that I like seeing my name on stuff. I I'm very narcissistic. So I understand. <laughs> right. So I decided to create a, a, uh, a website, uh, called the free financial advisor. Once again, not worried about the money, just wanted to write and have fun, but I wanted to see my name out there. So we called it the free financial advisor, Th that website, you know, it languished. There's a ton of blogs out there. My blog wasn't I thought I was going to be the first guy on earth who wrote online. How silly is that? Hey. Uh, yeah. Financial advice online. And then I found out that everybody and their sister writes online. And so that's when then the podcast was born. And podcasting was something. Malcolm Gladwell talks about 10,000 hours. I have been a disc jockey in high school, a disc jockey in college. I also did a radio show in Detroit. I had the TV experience. So doing online stuff where I was talking and where I was a spokesperson was something where I already had 10,000 hours. And that was, I, I guess if I had a hard lesson from that time of my life, it was use your competitive advantage, right? So, so what year did you launch the podcast? Oh, we launched it four years ago. Okay, so that would have been, what, what, like early 2012? Early 2012, yeah, okay. March of 2012. Okay, March of 2012. And break down some of these numbers. So, so how are you doing in terms of, uh, let's just do, uh, what's frequency? Is it daily? Uh, the three times a week. Okay, and is it, is it kind of interview focused? No, we, and that's funny too, because I think that when you look at, when you look at podcasts, like anything, you want to find your niche. I've been listening to podcasts since about 2004. So uh -huh. I, go, I go way back with podcasts because I'm a runner and I get bored. So uh, uh, what I did was I, I looked at financial podcasts and said, how come I'm not hearing the ones that the one I want to hear? I really have this thing that I want to hear that I'm not hearing. And that was fun. I don't listen to podcasts for productivity. I know a lot of your listeners do. I don't. No, my, trust me. My listeners do not. They are, they are fed up with these podcasts that are like an hour long that get to no numbers and no data. They like me just cutting right to it. Well, well, mine though is exactly the opposite. I like car talk. That's so funny. <laughs> I like car talk because I don't learn anything about cars, but I love listening to these guys go on and on about cars. So I thought there's plenty of people that are diving deep. Why don't we have a podcast about money? This was, this was the concept. Why don't I have a podcast about money that number one has ADD because I do has is magazine style then, and just goes bam, 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 bam. And then, uh, so we have a lot of different segments. So if you hate one segment or if you hate a guest, then you're not clicking it off and going to the next one. You're just going to fast forward to the next segment. And then uh, why don't we make it so it's not deep? Like everybody else is trying to go deep. Why don't I be the shallowest podcast on earth when it comes to money and just be surround sound? Be so what is the goal? Is it interview typically or not? 
Well, we have an interview on Monday and Wednesday. We have a roundtable on Friday, but that's just one segment. We start off with, so we start off with a goofy, very goofy open. So you get that shock that you know that we're different. And then out of that, my partner, OG, he's a certified financial planner and he doesn't want to go through all the compliance to talk openly. So we call him the other guy. And then we <laughs> had that, we had that little joke. Other guy is OG, original gangsta. I love it. Yeah. So we thought that was fun. So he and I, we, we talk about what's coming up in the episode, but then we go to headlines. We take a couple of things from the past week in the world Ooh, of I finance. Love so you do it real time. You don't batch 20 episodes ahead of time. No, no, we'll do two. We'll, we Maybe will two do, or three max. We'll do two at a time. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. And so help me understand where you're at now. Monthly downloads. 10,000. That's great. Okay. So you're doing 10,000 monthly. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. 10,000 per episode. Okay. So what does that mean per show? I mean, per month. Yeah, you asked me a different question. We're at about, uh, well, per month downloads. Let me just pull it up right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, we're at 152,000. And and how how does that, I mean, uh, sorry, you said 152,000? Yeah. So what is the, I mean, are you guys focused on driving kind of that, that up? Or are you just like, hey, you know, it's been like that for the past few months. We're cool with that. No, initially the goal, initially, no, the goal is always to grow it. And it's not that I'm interested anymore in, uh, in cash. I'm really interested in being the best that I can be. And it's funny because, you know, on the, your last episode that I just listened to. Which one? It, it, uh, it was the one with, with the, with the, uh, CAC, uh, Michael Perry. Oh, Michael Perry. Yep. A SaaS entrepreneur. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Michael Perry was talking about when you do something, you do it to be the best, right? Yep. So, so, so my goal every episode is to grow it just as a marker of us being everything. Totally. That I love that. Doing what we can do. What's, so, it, what's it cost you to produce each month? We, man, what does it cost us to produce each month? Each show is incredibly cheap, but I, but I, I don't look at it in terms of monthly. I look at it in terms of show. Okay. So, so if I well, break do down, you pay like someone to do show notes or editing, or you guys do all that with your time. No, we now just started paying somebody to edit the show. I used to edit the show. I hired somebody to take out the ums and ahs, but those yep. are both, those are both incredibly cheap. So call it like 20 bucks an episode, maybe? No, we're going to be closer to 40 bucks an episode. Okay. And you do three times a week, three, six, nine, 10, week. 12. So 12 times 40. That's about what your cost is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very, so call it 800. Very low, low cost operation. Yeah, it's good. That's so it's like 500 bucks a month, basically. And are you yes. monetizing it at all? Do you have sponsors? We do. Yeah. We have what I refer to as two and a half sponsors. So we have two, <laughs> we have two main sponsors on the show. And then we thought, how can we, with, without taking away from the show, is there a way that we can monetize more, but not make my audience get less? Cause you listen to a lot of shows, the more, you know, it becomes like a NASCAR, right? Yep. Uh, I want to thank all these. Oh, Joe, there are so many shows. It's like eight minutes of like sponsors <laughs> at the beginning. I'm like, what the hell? Get out of here. So we have two sponsors and we integrate them into the show because they're people that are companies that I believe in. And then which two companies, which two companies magnify money, which is a company where you go and you look at your checking account, your savings account, your debt products, and you can compare them okay. to more of those than anywhere else. So okay. and what's the other it. one? Uh, the other one is a, a huge growing company that you and I both know, which is SoFi. SoFi. Uh, I actually don't know SoFi. Well, SoFi is SoFi just got a billion dollars in venture capital funding. They're the they received the biggest the biggest venture capital investment ever in the fintech uh, universe. So are they like well competing with Wealthfront and BetterBook? No, nope. They are so they're marketplace lending. So you go there. Oh. They, they started off with student loans, and what happened was they have investors on one side that want to you know do something safe with their money, and they've got these people. They started off with uh, with doctors. 
who have massive student loans. And they said, okay, doctors have great revenue. So we will refinance doctors' student loans at a cheaper, you know, at a cheaper rate. These marketplaces, man, are growing like crazy. I had a guy named Jason Vandenbrand on an episode 220, nathanlacka.com forward slash the top 220. And he's, I mean, he's like, they're growing so fast. He's loaned over $70 million in kind of the mortgage lending space. And it's all online. It's called lenda.com. Not a sponsor, but this marketplace, I have to research SoFi. The, the, The space is growing fast. Yeah, you know, you, you know what you're seeing is that the reason it's growing fast is because Wall Street knows this is hot. And they also know that a lot of these companies are doing better work than they can do. I mean, Silicon Valley really has it when it comes to a lot of these fintech products. We interview yeah. a lot of companies uh, and, and the work they're doing in Silicon Valley is just brilliant and fintech and in New York City and other places. I mean, in Texarkana, Texas, right? Yeah, totally, so, totally. So uh, uh, I absolutely love Love that. Uh, but, but the problem is, is that SoFi, um, uh, SoFi lenders are getting squeezed out by, by Wall Street. You know, if, if you or I want to take our money and we want to give it to SoFi to lend to somebody, we're competing against Wall Street who's doing the same thing now, which is why they're growing so quickly. That's fascinating. And so what are you doing in terms of add up the sponsors, monthly revenue uh, for the podcast? Yeah, monthly monthly revenue is is uh, right now because we're right in the middle of our contract renegotiation. Uh-huh. So so we're at about fifty five hundred a month. And what do you when you say contract renegotiation? You mean like a sponsor signing another six month agreement kind of thing? We do every three months because we're growing so quickly. Okay. So I promise a rate of uh, based on the last three months. Okay. And and, uh, and we actually go back about six weeks from a current episode to show them you know because people trickle in as you know and they yep. listen to back episode. So at about six weeks, you've got well over 90, 95% of your listeners for that show. That's we go smart. back and we look at that. And then I say to like Nick at Magnify Money, okay, Nick, here's where we're at. We're at, at, at you know, at the, at the last time as an example, we're at 10,000 listeners now. Nick is, was just on a contract where it was based on 6,600 listeners. I see. I see. Because we're growing so fast. So what are you, still, what CPM are you trying to optimize for? Do you have one? It, yeah. Yeah. 45 maybe? No. No, ours is ours is very low. It's eighteen. Okay. Well, well, walk me through. There's a strategy there. Well, the, the strategy is twofold. Number one is I have other other fish to fry right now than than sponsors. And if I gouge my sponsor for a ton of money, you know, you look at radio. Radio's at six. Yep. So yep. for me, when I when I looked at the average podcast, when I went to podcast movement conference, and I think everybody should go to industry conferences if you want to be good at something, right? Find out what everybody else is doing. Uh, and I found that the average, the average um, uh, CPM for a podcast, if you can't sell a paper bag, is somewhere around eight. And if you're phenomenal, it's going to be somewhere in the 30 or 40 range. I had no idea where I was, but I heard that the average was around 15 or 16. So I said, okay, we're going to go 18. I, I picked 18 because it was bigger for a couple of reasons. Number one, uh, I think I can sell, but I wasn't sure. Number two is though, if I want to spend my time working on the podcast and not working on continually getting new sponsors because we're a small, very small operation, mm-hmm. I need to do something that's going to fund the operation, but it's also going to hopefully keep my sponsor around for a little bit longer. Yep. Uh, yep. So I, so my goal is I don't want to mess with this. I want, I want Nick at Magnify Money. I want Dan at SoFi every three months to go, this is a great value. Yeah, sign me up again. Now, I don't want to give it away. Totally. I get it, man. I get it. So yeah. so this is a small part of your business. How else are you and your partner or are you kind of guys making money? We are creating. This was another problem with the podcast. So I was so excited about podcasting and I thought it was a lot of fun. We went to podcast, the first podcast movement. And Who I put that about, event on, by the way? 
uh, uh, Jared Easley, Dan, uh, Dan Frank, uh, and a couple other guys. Okay. Um, fantastic conference, by the way, for podcasters. Uh, just beautiful. But, but, but what I, what I figured out at that, this is what a year and a half ago now, almost two years ago, I re- we had no business behind it. I have these people's attention, Nathan, I'm not doing anything with it. Mm-hmm. So we are in the process this year of creating six courses that people can take and selling those courses. So we created uh, stacking 101 Benjamin's course uh, a year ago, but that was a live course. We then turned it into an online course. So after, so then we took those tapes, we took the workbooks, we took all the stuff and you can buy it for less money, but not get us live. Or you can wait for the live course. We're doing another one again this spring. Got it. Uh, and then we're going to go 201. We'll go 301, 401. We also have a safe 50% of your income course. So, our so what, what are you doing in 2016? You think total altogether? Uh, 20, well, 2016 is going to be a big transition year. Okay. I'll tell you based on our, and, and, and let me give you a different number. This is sure. not the number that you asked me for, but at our growth rate, at our growth rate, I think we're at 40,000 listeners in, uh, in 18 months. Um, and, and there's no reason for us not to per be. episode. Uh, yes. And yes. how do you, how do you grow that? What are some things you're doing to grow it? The, uh, oh man. Well, number one, we put out a quality product that people tell their friends about. I totally agree, by the way. I've listened. Yeah, yeah, that is that is clearly number one. But then number two, I got to be on other people's shows, right? I got to be on your show right now. Yep. You're on my show. So I got to be a great guest for other people. I got to be, I have to be a guy with a point of view that people want to interview. Um, and I found that that's the number one way, by the way. I also still do a little bit of writing. Being on other people's shows. Yeah, yeah, I still do some guest blogging. That's not as much, but being on other people's shows is a great way to do it. I love it. it. Well, guys, hey, we'll link to all of Joe's stuff in the show notes at NathanLatka.com forward slash the top two, four, five. If you're running or jogging or driving, just remember the number two, four, five. Plug it into your computer when you get home. NathanLatka.com forward slash the top two, four, five. Joe, before we get into my favorite part of the show, if people want to connect with you personally online, where can they do that? Yeah, you can hit us up at uh, stackybenjamins.com. You can also listen to the show there or you can follow me on Twitter and it's Average Joe Money. Okay, so so many of you have been asking me, you're an agency and you bill for your time or you have, you're have you a coach and you sell your hours to coaching clients. Well, stop fooling around with Word documents and templates or Excel files to try and send your invoicing. Okay, I just did it. I use this thing called FreshBooks. It's a tool. It takes me about 34 seconds to create and send an invoice. And here's why I love it. If you're a coach or an agency, you know how you always spend time begging and pestering your clients to pay? Well, FreshBooks books makes and becomes the bad guy for you. They'll send late payment reminders, which means you don't have to chase people down and strain the relationship. So I love that. Additionally, when you create the invoice in the upper left, you can put your own brand logo and things in there so you can stay on brand and professional. So here's the deal. You know, the show is all about numbers. And the most important thing listening for everybody is that FreshBooks is a simple even if you're not a numbers person. Well, you know, actually, especially if you're not a numbers person, don't you dare come on my show and expect me not to ask you numbers questions. You guys know that I do. I go for the jugular and you now can use FreshBooks to keep your numbers organized. To get your free month, go to nathanlatka.com forward slash FreshBooks and enter the top in the how did you hear about us section. 
Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, you came out of nowhere, your website's growing so fast, how'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator, I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator, and the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use, because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin, and guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them, you guys know I make great deals. If you go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan, you can sign Sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45-day money-back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. All right, Joe, do you know what time it is? It is my favorite time. It's time for the Famous Five. Are you ready? (laughs) (laughs) I I am ready. I'm sweating. Number one, what's your favorite business book? You know, I I used to love, I really, really love The Art of War. But, but I found that I like the Marine Corps Book of Strategy better because there's one concept in there that I absolutely love, which is this idea of move and fire at the, at the same time. Uh, everybody waits, you know, they aim, 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 fire. You have to move and you've got to fire at the same time. And I love that. Move and fire. Number two, is there a CEO that you're following or studying right now? I follow two because we try to be an entertainment based podcast. I really follow. He's not a CEO, but he definitely is the reason they're successful. I follow Jimmy Fallon really closely. Yep. And I, know, I know that sounds funny, but if you want to be good at something, you know, mimic people that are great. I love Austin Kleon. That's another book, Steal Like an Artist. Mm-hmm. So I want to steal what Jimmy Fallon's doing and I want to bring it as the podcasting. Joe. Yeah, I want to bring it to me, but I follow him and really CEO wise. So he's not a CEO. So I cheated there. I'd say Alex Bloomberg at Gimlet, yep. uh, you know, great, great podcaster. Yep. And guys, if you want to learn more from Alex Bloomberg at Gimlet, including how much money they're making per episode and things like that, you can listen to our interview with Alex back in episode 164. That's NathanLatka.com forward slash the top 164, where Alex shares how he makes over a million dollars per podcast, including startup. So Joe, great answer. Big fan of Alex as well. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have like Evernote? I, I got to tell you, we use the heck out of Slack. Slack, yep. Yeah, because between our editors, we're hiring a producer now. My partner who does the classes, uh, just getting all the, and my co-host on the show, our contributors, Slack is a great way to take all these different conversations and put them in one spot. And n- next question, yes or no, as you're building this empire, Joe, are you getting eight hours of sleep every night? You know, I'm up and down on that. It's it's funny because I, th- I, I didn't really think about that until I, I knew you were going to ask this question. And so so here's what I do. Uh, I have to be creative to have a good show. So, uh, I have to be healthy and I have to work out, but I also have to feed that creativity. So one night a week, I will stay up monster late, maybe 3am. Uh, and I'm watching past, uh, I'm watching past episodes of TV shows. I'm watching late night TV shows. I'm watching movies. I'm watching as much stuff to just feed the, my creative engine as I possibly can. I also saw 40 movies last year. Well, I saw 39 Mm -hmm. Uh, 62 the year before that. So I got to feed that. But then the rest of the time I'm up early because I do marathons. Uh, So, so it's funny. So I go between being in bed by nine 30 and getting eight and a half hours of sleep or nine hours of sleep. And one night a week, I sleep maybe four hours. Uh, Okay. Last question, Joe, how old are you right now? Uh, 48. Take us back 28 years. What do you wish 20 year old Joe knew? Start earlier. Don't, don't take, take the Seneca advice. Don't don't spend your life preparing. Spend your life living. 
Uh, folks, you heard it from Joe. Move and fire. Take action from selling his business back in two th- when he was 40 years old for $750,000 to moving into teaching a podcast that's doing extremely, extremely well with the goal of 4Xing the podcast over the next 18 months. Joe, thank you for taking us to the top. And thanks for having me, Nathan. If you guys enjoyed Joe today, you will love Jaina from yesterday. She's a mom of three and does a very clever thing each morning. You'll never guess it, but this clever thing has made her over $76 million. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars, and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads. Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday.